Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of Atletico Mince. I hope you're well and looking forward to the upturn in weather as spring approaches us. Imagine, if you will, that you were in a garden centre with a special someone, picking out some colourful young plants to enhance your garden, or maybe window box. A nearby water feature gives off some soothing sounds. All is well, calm and still. Suddenly, though, a small, sweating man trundles into view atop a mobility scooter, waving a rancid cod at anyone who dares to look at him. I caught this for Series 3, he roars, as people try to ignore his caterwauling, but fail. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome along my co-host, as ever, it's Mr Bob Waterman. Oh, Mr Bobby... You're looking pretty sloppy Oh, Mr. Windbag Britain's favourite toe rag I forgot to write the second bit of oh, the well, intro no matter. Oh, no, no I've let us down It was powerful I've let us down Yeah, but it was powerful Maybe the listeners could send in their own alternative versions and we can award some kind of prize Okay, we could do oh, that maybe not But did you hear the way I said powerful? Powerful, very powerful That's how, um a Mexican would say... It's how a Mexican would say the word powerful. Powerful. If you were in Juarez, yeah, mm. um, just having a, a little sit down in an alley, yeah, um, a Mexican might come round the corner yeah. and say, do you want to see my steak kidney pie? <laughs> yeah. To which the answer obviously would be yes, please. Of course, yes, please. But I say, well... See, gringo. Can you sell it to me? Right. And he'd say, it's powerful. <laughs> powerful. Powerful flavours. Powerful, powerful aroma. Pie. All around powerful. So we're this, might, this might be racist, but I wouldn't sit down in an alley in Mexico. I really, wouldn't, wouldn't you? I, w- I don't think I would trust uh, I, what could happen to me. I was looking at my son, uh, with my son, um, at the world's most dangerous cities, <laughs> the top 20 or whatever. Right. And you know, about 11 of them were in Mexico. Not two. Were they? Not four. Yeah. About 11 were in Mexico. Yeah. So I know, I know what you mean. I, I mean, know what you mean. I, you know, I'm reminded of Florida because I went there and I went to all the theme parks and that. It's lovely. Yeah. But when I drove out of the airport, I took the wrong turn and I yeah. ended up in an area that I didn't particularly feel as on I wanted to be in. Yeah. It didn't feel, uh, have a nice day and happy. And um, That's know, why I always Mickey have Mouse an official though. tour guide. Do you, have, do you have someone to take you around? Yeah, well, I'm here. In, we're here in Sheffield now. I've we got are, so, we should mention that, yeah. We're I've in got some lad outside, some Yorkie lad. Yeah. Who's taking me around. He's been showing you around. Yeah. Have you been, Rob, in, been Bob, 
You're sitting in alleys with him, have you? Oh, man, parking in Sheffield, though, eh? Nightmare. Whoa. It took me an hour and a half to find somewhere. But, but it's a beautiful city. Beautiful city. And the people are... Great to be here. Powerful. Powerful people. Powerful people. Hey, um, Steve McLaren, yeah? Right. Been spending no a lot... No messing about there, straight in. Straight Steve in. Steve McLaren. Been messing about um, at home, spending a lot of time with Casper, you know? Right. Just what I believe they call chilling these days. I think so, yeah. Chillaxing, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Casper's um, looking out of uh, looking after him because, to be honest with you, Casper reckons he's a bit down in the dumps. Yeah, you know, he's not set out, you know. Mm, it's jobless at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, and, uh, a purposeless Steve McLaren is it? It's, it's a dangerous thing. <laughs> it's um, it's not a powerful thing. Last Sunday, last last Sunday, he took Steve to the local Toby Carvery. Casper <laughs> took Steve. Yeah. yeah. Um, invited Mark <laughs> Lawrence then as well, and yeah. Mark's nephew Jack Grealish. You know, it's just like a, a pick me up sort of like. That sounds nice. Cheer him up. Some of his bestest um, friends. Yeah. yeah, I of course had one of my spies at the next table, yeah. luckily, um, and I can tell you what transpired. Mm-hmm. You interested? I'd love to hear it. Okay. Oh, what a lovely surprise, Casper! I have to say, you are quite simply a joyous pipe of laughter, bubbles and sugar-sweet loveliness. When you do things like this for me, I fear my heart might burst into a thousand tiny pieces of paradise flakes. Right, so are we ordering off the menu or tucking straight into the buffet? What do you reckon, Jack? Well, I'm a bit worried about the distance to the buffet. You see, I'm carrying a very heavy hanky in my pocket and it might cause an imbalance leading to a trip or a potential fall. It's a real worry in what is increasingly becoming a very real world. (laughs) Well, well, I could fetch yours for you, Jack, if you've got the quibbles. I'm a dab hand at getting maximum plate coverage. It's all about getting maximum height at the centre of the plate. Maximum height? I don't like the... Dude, I've got Johnny. <laughs> Brummy, I don't like the sound of that, Uncle Mark. I'm very much scared of heights because if I fall, I might disturb the flow of my hair helmet. <laughs> well, unbeknownst to my spy, Martin, right, uh. from home under the hammer, was sat at the next table. Of course he was. <laughs> Hello, guys. It's Sam Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer. And the whole restaurant sang Ma, 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 Martin. Do, do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, Martin, tin, 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 tin. I couldn't help noticing that the young lad's hair helmet, what's it based on though? Chewbacca, an avocado, a cycle helmet. Now, Martin, a woodlouse. A woodlouse, you say? Well, that is unusual. A little bit different. But do you know what? I like it. Good luck to you with all your carved meats. I would like to go up to the buffet. It's nice to get really close to the hot meat. And once I'm there, I can balance myself on the counter. I tell you what, Jack, why don't you go up with me and we can link arms to keep you safe. The walk to the gravy station will be the worst bit, but you'll be safe with me and Casper. (laughs) Thank you, Mr McLaren. I feel very reassured. You've got to stop being such a soft lad, Jack. Why not just take the heavy hanky out of your pocket? That'll restore your equilibrium. 
but I need my hanky, Uncle Mark, in case I get the sniffles in the queue. You wouldn't want me dribbling near the meat, would you? No one dribbles over my park, lad. Not even the wife. Come on, guys. Let's just get in this queue. So they all got up and joined the queue. Jack held on tight to Steve as they made their way to the counter. Big British plate, please. Two Yorkshires, two sausage, two meats, turkey and gammon. And don't be shy with your knife. That turkey isn't asking for a shave, it's asking for an evisceration. Small plate, please, for me. One Yorkshire for Casper to wear as a little hat and one sausage so I can do my whose cock's dropped off joke. <laughs> turkey and pork, please. I do like the white meats. Jack ordered his meats and piled on his veg, but then seemed rooted to the spot and unable to move away from the counter. Martin from Holmes Under the Hammer was behind him in the queue, getting very frustrated. Excuse me, young man. Could you move on to the gravy station, please? I don't want my Yorkshire puddings going on the droop. You only get one minute window before they start to droop and fall. It's just the heavy plate has made me feel off balance. It's far heavier than my cotton hanky, and I'm scared if I'm going to fall if I move off. That gravy station seems a long, long way away. Oh, come on, Jack, you're embarrassing me now. And in a British restaurant, which makes it ten times worse. <laughs> well, at that point, Casper raised himself up so he could act as oh. a walking stick for Jack. Oh, nice. There you go, Jack. Just follow me to the gravy station and use Casper to keep you steady. So Jack and Casper followed Steve closely on the long walk to the gravy station. Jack started to get the sniffles and then halfway to the station, Steve threw his sausage on the floor and shouted, Whose cock's dropped off? (laughs) Well, Casper saw it out of the corner of his eye and thought it was a mouse or perhaps a very short eel and immediately chased after it. The tiny breeze created by Casper's whiplash movement, combined with the heavy hanky, caused Jack to start falling forward. He fell forward toward the gravy station and tried to grab onto one of the gravy cauldrons. As he fell to the floor, the classic gravy spilled all over his roe deer bomber jacket. (laughs) Martin was just behind him. Hey, did anyone order woodlouse and gravy? And the whole restaurant laughed as if they had heard something funnier than any funny thing that had previously ever been said. <laughs> and that's the report, that's Andy. That's the report. Yeah. That's a combination there of some of Britain's most powerful men. Yeah. All together in one Martin, place. Martin, Mark and Steve. Oh! <laughs> that was like, if boy, if boy bands could be older. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got out, I've, had a, I've had a wife sent in huh? from uh, Mike Ashley. Oh, shit, interesting. Newcastle United owner, um, and he's done some poetry for us, so I'll just play the wav, see what we get there. Thank you. Oh, my name's Mike Ashley, Newcastle United owner. I've got some poems I want to read out for you. Here we go. All the Jodie boys, all the Jodie girls, eating up their dinner. Along comes Mike with a great big net and chucks it all in the river. All the Jodie boys, all the Jodie girls, frolicking in the snow. Along comes Mike who shovels it up and chucks it all down an hole. 
All the Geordie boys, all the Geordie gals, eats in a current bun. Along comes Mike, who snatches them all and destroys them with his gun. That's my poems, thank you very much. Oh, nice of him to send that in. Nice man. Mike Ashley there. Do you know what his motivation was to send it? I'm not sure. I think a message to the people in Newcastle. <laughs> well, there, it, there you go. I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it sounds like the theme is, is like, I'm going to, I'll shit on you. I'll ruin your life. Well, yeah, I'll destroy everything you hold dear. But maybe and it's then, a and metaphor. And then scoff yeah. about it. Yeah. Might be, don't know. Hey, I was uh, up the Asda earlier on here in Sheffield. Up, 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 up the Asda. <laughs> See <laughs> how fast I... the bastard falls. <laughs> Try to get a, uh, a yellow sticker item for me tea. Yeah. As I like to do. It was the nearest one here, about 10 minutes over there. Um, pointing at the window there, boys and girls. So it wasn't much on the yellow sticker shelf, to be honest. Bit of hummus, bit of hazlitt. Uh, but I had Hazlitt for me lunch earlier on. Of course, so left yeah. that. You can't have too much Hazlitt, I think. Well, I don't know about that, well, but you go on, yeah. Okay. So I wandered over at the bakery section. Um, I'm having a look at the pies, fresh sausage rolls. And then I felt some hot breath on the side of my neck. Oh, someone too close. Someone yeah. too close. His voice goes, seen you. Oh, it's Jer- Jeremy it's Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Working in Sheffield in the Asda. Right. Couldn't see that coming. He says, seen you there. Lusting after pastry again, are you, you dirty northern goblin? I says, I'm just trying to get a snack. You know, it's not a crime. He says, it will be when I'm in charge. I says, good luck with that. He says, what was that? What did you say? Nothing. You know, it's nothing. What are you doing here anyway, Jeremy? He says, new job. I needed something quick. I'm already running this area. And he points across to the next bit in the bakery, which is where they do personalised... what they call cake toppers. Oh, cake toppers, You know, right. the thing you take a photo in and they'll put it on a birthday yeah. cake, personalised, all that. He says, uh, face cakes! He says, I'm the new face cake king! Bosh! Getting quite excited. Mm, sounds like new it. Job. I says, nice, you know, good for you. And I was starting to feel like a challenge was coming, because that's what he does, isn't it, really? He says, uh, what's your best face cake? Hey, laddie, what is it? And... I've never bought a face cake before, Bob. I've right. never, I've never done. No, I've never, I've never done needed it, no. to. I don't know. So I just brought it out two. Just trying to keep happy. I don't know if that. Oh, it's number of face cakes well, I, you've I made. I thought yeah. so. Or oh, number right. of face cakes you've bought. I don't know. Yeah. I was panicking at this point. I just says two. He says, "Ha! Useless. Ask me mine. Go on. Ask me my best face cake." <sighs> I says, "What's your best face cake, Jeremy?" He says, eight. The Crankies, my mum and dad, Dennis Bergkamp, Mariah Carey, and there was a bit of space at the bottom, so I did the Crankies again, but smaller. So it was actually how many faces ah, you get on one right, kick. Right. So I mean two. I was never going to stand a chance, was I, with that? I mean, that, I think that's just six, because he's done the Crankies twice. Twice, yeah. But, you know, he'd still beat mine, so I let him have it. Yeah. And then a, a woman come in wanting a, um, a Kia Starmer kick, yeah. and he went bright red said something about he was due for his break or something right, ran, off. ran off so I, I got some sausage rolls and fucked off out of it would you, would you like a Kia Starmer cake have you got one no I just wondered <laughs> if you would like one I wouldn't say no wouldn't say no what no. about well yeah what about um, what about uh, who's the fellow Adrian Childs cake that would be quite oh, nice oh that would be quite it, um, that would be more like a dog meat cake <laughs> I think that's not very nice <laughs> no, that's just the vibe I'm getting you know 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we are backstage uh, on our live tour. Uh, we are in Leeds. We are in the the, city the, varieties. the bowels of the city varieties, and we thought we'd do a little um, report. Is it a report? Yeah, I suppose on it's location. A, on is it a vlog tour? or is that a that's it's not a vlog? You have to be able to see yourself. Oh, there's a giant walking above. The yeah, floor it must upstairs. be Richard Osman. I imagine maybe Richard Osman probably yeah. uh, looking for something. To, uh, so did you enjoy that show, Andrew? Well, we've just done the six thirty-one leads. I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wear a shirt in the show. I don't want to give too much away, but I wear a shirt in it, and it feels as though the shirt is just about at breaking point. Yeah. And if you've seen the show, you'll you'll know what I'm talking it's about. It's like a second st- skin for you, isn't it? Well, I think kind of it's, it's the lifestyle of being on the road. Um, I tend to not look after myself. Is that the biggest your N- nutritionally in the same way I would if I was at home? Is that the biggest your belly's ever been? I don't think I've ever. Or is, I've never seen you in that I, shirt, man. I think the shirt I gives it a new dimension. Yeah. Or maybe I just mask it better in looser clothes yeah. the rest of the time. Well, it, it, it's all out there, isn't it? It's, it is. it's you know it's, it's. I'm proud that I've uh, not held back. Looks like you've been eating clothing. Um, Do you think clothing? Yeah, or wadding, maybe or ballast, or, or something. I was going to say, by like cement. Maybe he's like wet cement. Yeah, and it's just it's not coming out. Can what it? is your favourite paving surface? Do you like you know like do you like like a smooth cement paving stones, brick paver? Um, it's maybe you like tarmac. No, I like tarmac. You just I like, like I, I like tarmac. There's, it takes us back to the time when um, you know I'd ride my bike around on tarmac. There's no better surface for riding your bike around beautiful, than isn't tarmac. It? You, can, you can get a, a good wheelie going. Yeah. With tarmac. Although you can get a really good one with other surfaces when you get that little bit of bump that gives you just enough. Yeah. To I get tell you up. what, do you, do you remember um, when it used to melt in the hot summers, 76? Yeah. That yeah. was always quite something, wasn't it? Yeah, and you'd put a marble in it. Yeah. And the, it would set and the marble would be there forever. <laughs> you won't. It was a great feeling. So that's your favourite road surface. Yeah. What's your favourite town we've visited up to now? Do you have, uh, you know, what are you wanting to say? Um so far where have we been we've been Leeds Brighton Bristol London Nottingham maybe no we haven't been, no, been no I'm not going to include that alright um, probably probably Leeds I reckon so far I have a waterproof hat yeah um, you know that I have a waterproof hat yeah are you where jealous of it or is it just passed you by and you couldn't give a shit about my waterproof hat Bob waterproof bobble hat. Yeah, I've not got one. Um, oh, if you were to present me with one now, not necessarily yours. If you were to present me with one now, I'd, I'd take it. Yeah, you should. In the blink of an eye. Yeah, I'm not going to go out and 
you know, buy one myself. But um, I've got a nice, what do you call it? You call it a dut, I think, where we're from. Yeah. A nice woolen hat. You're a dut. Thanks. It hasn't got a bobble on, but it's a dut. It's I've a got, dut, it's in yeah. my pocket. I thought that was there. a beanie. I don't know. I'll put it on. Tell no, us what you think it is. Just well, I'll tell you honestly. I mean, the truth is, Andy, I'm, I'm preparing for a new show I'm doing with Jim. Right. Called 60 Plus Survival, right. where people aged 60 or over go and try and yeah. survive. There you are. What's well, it's all right, right, isn't it? Would you call it a dut? I would call it a beanie. Would you call it a beanie? It's a bobble hat without a bobble, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all right. So you wouldn't you? call that a dut? Nope. In Middlesbrough. I've never heard of a dut. Oh, fair enough. I it sounds like right. a stubby little one-inch-long shit that comes out. Do you want to get back to your over-60s thing you're doing? So, what is it, telly? Yeah, the well, I know I think we're going to do it on YouTube. Right. Um, so we have to survive five days. We can take ten items each. Ten so survival where? items. Uh, well, in the woods? No, no, no. That would just be going camping, wouldn't it? We, you just said surviving, so you say it would be somewhere where you wouldn't have like, electricity in there. No, we won't have electricity. Well, we, you know, we're surviving. Haven't you not seen these shows? So we'll be. You got um, No, we'll be in like the west, uh, west of Scotland, where they do the SAS thing or somewhere oh, like right, that. Yeah. Um, we'll be dropped off with our items, and we've got to survive yeah. five days, no food. We've got, right. got you know, survivalism. Right. So I'm for the over sixties. For the over sixties, yeah. Sixty. Well, you tell lots of vouchers and coupons and that. No, wait, the, and <laughs> we're off. in the middle of nowhere. Right. So we'll have to try and catch fish, eat, eat herbs and spices. We can find spices. I'll give you nine hours. Oh, do you think it'll be that bad? There'll be like a panic button you can press for the production team to come and rescue No, there's just me and Jim. We're going to film that ourselves. You can do it yourselves? Yeah. YouTube? Yeah. Is that a website, is it? YouTube's a uh, website, I'll I think. I'll have to get that then. You want to, no, you should try YouTube. Is it good? You can search and it comes up with stuff. Um, is it stills or moving images or what? Uh, mainly stills. Mainly <laughs> stills. <laughs> do you remember Bread and Dripping? Yeah, I used to like it. I'm, I, I'm not just saying it. I no, did used to I, like it. I, I did. I was I was trying to have a nap this afternoon because I normally do when we're on yeah. tour, and I couldn't get to sleep because I was thinking about bread and dripping. Ladies and gentlemen, the oh. house is now open. Please do not oh. cross the stage. House is now open. House is now open. Welcome, were you, Douglas. Were you, were you, were you planning to cross the stage? Do you know I was planning? I might cross it when there's two I or three was, people. I was because one of my props is out there. And I need it. I think it's quite nice to to, to cross the stage. I'm going to go up and cross the stage. Yeah, do it because it's the first few yeah. first few people who are in are really keen. Aren't it's not, yeah, exactly. It's a nice little bonus for them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Shall I get me knob out? No, you know, there's nothing in what I said that suggests you should get your knob out, Andrew. <laughs> anyway, back to bread and dripping. I couldn't get to sleep because I was thinking about bread and dripping, and I, I thought the closest I've had in recent years to that was in a Morrison's breakfast where I got fried bread, but that's not the same, is it? No, it's nothing like nothing it. Different, like, isn't it? Fried bread now to me, to even someone like me with the tits and everything, yeah. it's unpalatable. Oh, you don't like it? Nah. Maybe too, it's too much. Too it's much. Too greasy. But give me bread and dripping now. Yeah. The choice of that or a waterproof bobble, I'll take the bread and dripping. I mean, many there's a lot of people would say these days, Andrew, that the, the beef dripping would yeah. be the healthiest part of that rather than Probably. the bread. Yeah. Um, it's a very natural product. I, you know, it's funny you saying it was unpalatable. I really like cheap fried bread. Do you? You know, from the, from the breakfast bar at, you know, a Marriott or something. Yeah. But the Too truth much. is, what I like is the taste of the tin tomatoes on it or the beans. Yeah. If I, just, if I did bite into it on its own... Yeah, it's, it might, it's too much. It it's got to be a kind of a, a, a layer of... Um, yeah. Preparation for someone else. It's a beautiful food, though, in my it mind. Is, it is. Well, I might try and get. There's going to be like bread and dripping on the menu in gastro pubs soon, if not already. Yeah. I've had a massive, massive email from um, Peter. 
when you say massive, it's really long, right? Because I mean, this, the soundtrack is 13 minutes long. Do you think it'll go beyond that? No, I hope not. Shall I crack on with it? <laughs> go. All right, Bob. I'm speaking to you today from my hotel room just off the A1 somewhere near Bishop Auckland. Uh, quite a nice room, really. It's got carpet with swirly, also swirly patterns on, turquoise and sort of peach-coloured. And if I stare at it long enough, I can imagine it is a shoal of tropical fish swimming and playing in the Adriatic Ocean. The only problem with it is that it is given of a very strong smell of biscuits. And dog dead. <laughs> it also has a TV with seven channels plus some foreign channels that I won't be watching. Like, you know. <laughs> uh, I expect I'll probably get into trouble for not watching them <laughs> in preference to good old ITV. <laughs> Waste paper basket is unusual. It's made, made of a very light metal, maybe tin. I am not much cop when it comes to metal categorisation, like, but and it has an image of a horse and carriage on it. It made me think of the day of my marriage to my darling wife, because we hired a horse and a carriage to drive us from the church. Uh, to be honest, the day was a bit of a disaster, really. I should have known it might go wrong when we went to see the vicar a couple of weeks before the wedding. He started off asking us, you know, if we had any questions and worries, you know, that sort of thing, like. And so the wife was straight on it. Yes, vicar. I will want the altar decorated with hen's eggs and I will be carrying a bouquet of boilers. I trust that is all okay with you. Uh, the tradition we adhere uh, to is to have flowers um, adorning the altar. Well, that won't be the case with me as I have an allergy to flowers. They make my ass fork an itch, so no thank you. <laughs> Well, the main thing I need to ask you is uh, if you are sure that you love each other and are ready to commit to each other for the rest of your lives. Uh, 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 yes, he does. <laughs> and yes, he fucking is. Now, I won't be promising to obey Doyle Boy during the question and answer bit, so you need to take that one off your fucking card. Well, that's fine and not unusual these days. Now, have either of you been married before? Uh, no, no chance. My darling fiance is my first and my only love. And what about you, Miss Chapman? Yes, twice. But both turned out to be bottled fats. <laughs> One of them couldn't even poach an egg without making the white part all stringy. To be honest with you, Vicky, he was a right dozy fork and half wit. Have you thought about which hymns you might want for the ceremony? Er. Uh, I like that one by the Beatles, you know, eh, Jude? Don't be daft, Peter. That's not a hymn. No, we shall have Angels by Robbie Williams and the Dirty Folk and Dancing Song. Now, may I just alert you to the fact that my church does not allow any overt displays of flesh when it comes to the wedding dress? 
What are you saying, Vicky? You mean I can't have my fronties hanging loose? Peter, tell him how important it is to me to have my fronties, my fronties dancing down the aisle. Uh, you know, it is a, a very crucial detail, Vicky. Could you not bend the rules for a say on this occasion? No, no, I'm afraid it's a strictly enforced rule. Right, come on, Peter. Let's knock this joker on the head. <laughs> I want me vow spoken in the presence of me fronties. This clown can stick himself up a horse's fork and ash, as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, that was that. And we booked a hotel venue for the wedding. The morning of the ceremony, we had separate rooms in the hotel. I had arranged with the hotel to... Got me wife a wedding breakfast tower, which consists of a circle of alternate fried and poached around the rim of the plate. A horseshoe-shaped six-egg omelet in the centre, with runny scrambled in the curve of the horseshoe, then an omelet hat on top. All kept hot on the way up to the room by covering it with a pair of the wife's blue satin knickers. <laughs> So I took it up to the room and I knocked on the door. Who the fuck is knocking on my door on my big fucking day? Well, you know, for a laugh like, I've put on a voice. It's a room service for you, madam. All right, we'll come in and fucking hurry up about it. So I walked uh, in with the wedding breakfast tower and I immediately knew I had fucked Right. <laughs> you dozy fucking midnight creeper. Don't you realise it's bad luck to see the bride's dress before the wedding? I looked down at the floor and stared at the little metal flap, you know, that protects the electricity socket. It was nice and shiny, shiny, you know, like a little robot I used to uh, play with as a child, you know. I keep it in the spare room these days, eh? has been a very good friend. Keep your beady little eyes on the floor and back out of here like you're presenting your saggy ass for surgery. Now go on, fuck off! I did as I turned and I stayed in my room until the ceremony. At the ceremony, I was stood at the front of the... I was stood at the front of... Fucking hell, it's long, isn't it? <laughs> I was still at the front of the aisle waiting for my love to arrive. She had chosen When You're In Love With A Beautiful Woman as her entry song. As soon as it struck up, I turned to see her dancing down the aisle, dragging her poorly granddad behind her. Her fronties were bouncing round like a couple of maras in the back of a van. It, it was quite a sight, you know, and I will tell you that for now. <laughs> Anyway, I did the bit where I promised to a beer and supply her with hen's eggs on demand. And then we got outside the hotel and she threw a bouquet of boilers for the lasses to catch. Sadly, like, you know, with her extreme muscle density, the bouquet went very, very high and very wayward and landed on her granddad's head. Uh, took him out of the game for a fortnight, like. <laughs> then she got in the carriage of the horse carriage and just as I stepped in, 
to get beside her, she said, Fuck off, you clown. You can ride on the back of the horse. This is my fucking day. Uh, but love uh, meant to ride together, side by side, you know, uh, for better or for worse. Fuck that. You also <laughs> promised to fucking obey me, so get fucking to it. What's the fucking horse called? <coughs> Poachy, I thought you would like that. Yes, I do. It's a nice touch, Peter. Peter, I shall enjoy watching your bent legs bobbing up and down on Porchy. Now fucking get to it. Oh, there, there you go. That's what the waste paper basket has made me remember. <laughs> I think I'll stop staring at it now. Don't hurt. One Peter B.C. They only want Peter busy. Uh, I'll see you, Bob. So, Peter's wedding day. That was a nice bit of insight. Hey, only nine minutes. It wasn't that long. I hope they had a nice day anyway. I thought it was only halfway through. I thought there'd be more. (laughs) Honeymoon, something like that. The uh, reception. We might find out next time. Maybe next time. (laughs) What happened? Um... Oh, do you want some penguin news? Oh, well, you're not. Are you just going to disappoint me? Do you want some? I would love some penguin news. I haven't got any, sorry, Bob. Oh, thank you. Well, I might bring me on. I forgot to look, basically. Bring me on penguin news. I just didn't bother finding it, so I'll try next time. I mean, you know, I've had a lot on, basically. Anything else we want to do? No, that's all from me, Andrew. Is that all you've got? That's all I've got. But that's a nice podcast, isn't it? It's felt all right, didn't it? Yeah. You know, that's something. Um, so tonight we're on at Sheffield. Yeah, we're um, going there. This uh, I think it's sold out. Nice. Um, so it'll be nice to see all the people. All There's still some tickets for places. somewhere. Newcastle on the sixth and seventh of March. Yeah. Uh, Glasgow on the eighth. Edinburgh on the ninth, and then Cardiff on the twenty seventh of March. Yeah, they'll have to be quick though, folks. If you want, not to many left. It. All the others are sold out, unfortunately, but. Looking forward to seeing you all if you're going to come see us. Yeah, it's a right laugh, isn't it? It's great, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. That's it. See ya. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.